Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First, from a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top for Mecca City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name's Robert Florence and today I'm um, joined by once again the great, the one and only, uh, the man himself, Grado. How you doing, mate? All right. Yeah, I'm doing good, mate. Hi, um, how you doing, mate? Very well, Rob. How are you? It's coming up. Oh, it's, it's coming up. It's, it's coming. Football's coming. Oh, mate. What a week, mate. <laughs> you sound Australian. I know. I have a fucking terrible accent. I'm so by the accent. What a week, mate, eh? Now look what you're going done. Your mum's upset. It's coming up. Is coming on the boomerang's coming on. <laughs> the boomerang, I would actually come home the boomerang because it would come back. To you, wouldn't it? I mean, right. that was it. That was a joke, John. Oh, sorry, I sorry. Explain my jokes. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Wrestling Daft, everybody. We won't be talking about the football. Uh, so obviously the big break news that we've got to cover just now is about Terry Funk. Um, what? It seems it's been confirmed that Terry Funk is seems to be getting treatment for dementia, certainly, oh, or is no, in some kind of facility that. getting looked after. I don't think there's any wrestling fan out there. There's no wrestling fan walking God's green earth that doesn't love Terry Funk. I think that's fair wow. to say. Wow, that's a shame, man. Oh, mate, is that why? I, I, do you know what I noticed? Because there was the, there was the rumor. There was like earlier in the week, I saw there was people talking about you know just people saying Terry Funk wasn't very well. Um, but it seems like it's kind of been confirmed now that he's he's uh, you know he's you know he's an old man. You know what I mean? He's, but he's you know he's he's get certain things he's dealing with and uh, is getting getting well looked after, but. Uh, God, we all love Terry Funk, man, didn't we? That's a wrestler, by the way. That is a real wrestler, isn't it? That's a and real I'm... wrestler. You, you come across got... some great, though. You come. Oh, but Shaw walked to him in Germany, man. I can't remember the story. It was something. He was like, I think it was in a six-man tag, and somebody else on the team apart from Terry was was meant to go over. And they were like, "You should go over. You should go over." 
and I, I might be getting that wrong. And he was, he was saying, "No, I don't need to go over. I don't need to go over. I don't need to go over." But they worked it, so they surprised him. I think he, he put on a figure four, or something like that, and fucking the guy tapped, and he he was genuinely emotional that they had let him go over and or they kind of uh, something like that. I might I might get it wrong. I might I'm going to voice note Shah see what he's doing, but something like that. But um, I've never came across him. Never came across him, Shah. What was that story about Terry Funk where they let him go over the six man in Germany? What's the story again? <laughs> We've just contacted Shah live trying to get some update about Terry Funk. Uh, I know I was when we were filming recently. I was big Jester, Jack Jester. He was talking. He was he loves Terry Funk. I was, he says that's that was always the dream for him. It was like his, his dream. I was you know I was asking the old question. What's the dream opponent? You could have, and he was saying Terry Funk. He loves Terry Funk. What a guy, man! And Terry Funk, I remember. You know, he's one of the guys. I remember when I was when I was loving wrestling and watching wrestling. He was like an old guy then. You know what I mean, they're kind of like, look at this old guy, man. Look what this guy. Look what this old guy's doing. Is it wrong that? I mean, I think it's just because of my age. And the first time I was ever exposed to him, or I think I got my vote barely legal '97 on video first, but shortly after that was getting beyond the mat. I just the be the whole beyond the mat stuff is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that's you no know, the, the the finest thing. To, well, it may be because it was it was funny. It showed him and see that clip where he's walking away for Dennis Stanley traps up. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's one of the funniest things ever. And you can a lot you can a lot through the bit in the road. Have to see your bastard. <laughs> Everybody does that though. See when you trip over something, you, know what I mean? you go fuck's sake. <laughs> I was going to pay you 50. I was going to pay you 50. <laughs> I was going to change $150 to change my flight. I was going to give you 50. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. So good, man. But we love Terry Funk. So, um, you know, what can you say really in that situation? Uh, sad, but the best, the best to him, the best to him and the best to his family. Jasper on Twitter says he doesn't want to step on Ian Drew Dice Clay's turf. Uh, but this is the most wrestling daft clip of all time. It's Buff Bagwell and the Patriot on Games Master. Well, this is, I've never, I've near a, it's Buff Bagwell, it's young Buff Bagwell. That's, that's a mark, it's, it's Marcus Bagwell, yeah, man. Right. Very well. Okay, uh, Marcus, I want to talk about the special moves that you guys do in the ring. What's, what's your speciality? Well, uh, my special move in the ring is called a cradle suplex, and I can show you how that's done if you want me to. Please do. I was hoping you, you would. Okay. Do you like to see it done? Yeah. Oh, got it? Uh-huh. Are you sure? I'm Shall I? Down. Put you down like this right here. Yep. Shall I? Uh huh. I grab your leg like this. This I is very it. nice, actually. And then like this, we're going to go. You ready? Yep. You sure? Wait, no, you don't be all over. No. <laughs> He's a bit like you, John. I've seen enough of that, actually, yeah. Huh? What? I, Dominic? I sounded a bit scared there, but I wasn't, actually. I'm the slightest. I end up over there. Yes. Is that Dominic? But I, I think we got, we got Diamond. the point. Diamond. Diamond. That was great. And Fucking then, hell. to you, Mr. Patriot. Uh, why the mask? Well, without this mask, I consider myself just an individual competitor, just another wrestler. But when I put the mask on, not only do I all of a sudden take on and represent the hopes and dreams of all great Americans, but all great patriots across the world. You see, patriotism is just not excluded to America. It's all over the world. So it's the hopes and dreams, the work ethic, the hard work, the right way of doing things of all the great people across the world. Okay, while I get all anthemic with the stars and stripes, we'll take you to a quick break. That's amazing, isn't it? 
That is amazing. I'm taking it they were there. Over, remember that? You always hear about the WCW Blackburn tour, but 93, 94. Mm-hmm. It was that not a tour that fucking Sid Vicious and Arn Anderson were stabbing each other with scissors? I think it might. Could that have been this tour? So would have been on that tour. That has to be. It looks like 94, fucking 95. Well, man. I would l- listen, somebody should make a film about that tour. Oh, man. But I can't believe that's Dominic Diamond. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Use a pause with him, is Yeah. Yeah. I think Dominic's a good Dominic's a good guy. Good day. Uh, <laughs> seven years is coming. <laughs> good Rangers fan. He's a blue nose. He's a right. He's a staunch blue nose. Dominic. <laughs> he, 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 did he not refuse to come on football daft because Shell Suit Bob buried him on Twitter a couple of months yes, ago? It was quite funny. He did. He did. He refused to come on. <laughs> what did Shell Suit Bob say about him? I can't remember. What was that again? Dominic Diamond. He, he, made, he made Dom old Dom boy look a bit daft. I think. Yes. Oh, did he? And Bob's Aye. receipt was that he wasn't going to come on football daft. <laughs> no, we could probably get on wrestling. I'll, I'll, he'll probably be up for coming on wrestling daft, to be fair. I can ask Dom if he could come on wrestling daft. What, did he talk this. about that five-minute stint on fucking Games Master? Yeah, he's not a big wrestling fan, actually, so yeah, probably not. Has <laughs> Andy told him that the Patriots did? I'll, I'll, I'll text him now. Text him now? I'll let him know Patriots dead. Alistair has asked us, do you think, do you guys think that with Baron Corbin losing his crown and his car and all he holds dear that they're turning him into a WWE version of Biscuity Boyle? <laughs> <laughs> I quite like this. See, I like it. I'm, I need to be honest. I like it in wrestling when they do the storyline of the guy losing everything. I quite like that. I kind of feel like they've never delivered on it and never kind of ends up well, but you know what I mean? I like I like the thing where the guy is losing everything. He's lost his crown. He's lost his, he loses all his stuff. I'd like to see what they're going to. There was a rumor this week. I read that the WWE have um, uh, got a copyright filed for a Happy Corbin. Have you heard this? No. I'm telling Happy you. Happy Corbin. Happy Corbin. Yeah, I'm. I'm up for Happy Corbin. If Happy Corbin happens, I would like to see what that is. I. I I've got a soft spot for Baron Corbin. A lot. We we talked about the marks. There's a lot of love out there for Baron Corbin. There is a yeah. lot of love out there for Baron Corbin. I know everybody always. I you I, see if you were just to read the internet, you would think that people will think Baron Corbin's shite. But actually, I like Baron Corbin, man. There's just something that's proper. He's a guy that should be on a wrestling show. Wait, was he the guy that copped it for fucking wrestling in cuts last match? Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, he 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 does cop it on that night, doesn't he? Oh, he does. And I love it. And he's like, he's a proper, he's one of the heels that's a proper no frills, no flash heel. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's no trying, he's no the kind of heel. It's like, you know how when Kevin Owens was a heel? And I always kind of think, see, he's not a great heel, I don't think, because as much as he can talk the talk and all of that, when he's in the ring, you want to cheer that guy. Ah, uh, he does. He's, he's you know moves, what I mean? too fancy. Ah, uh, you want to cheer that guy, whereas Baron Corbin's just a big fucking pain in the arse which you know what I mean <laughs> yeah. big annoying kind of oh fuck no Baron Corbin man oh fuck fucking big idiot so I, I like him Willie says that listen to you boys talking about Lionheart a couple of weeks ago um, he says he used to work in the jail with him and he would get all the cons in the jail to call him boss man <laughs> <sighs> that does not surprise me he was built like a jockey's whip. He was built like a jockey's whip back in the day, wasn't he? <laughs> built like a jockey's whip. Oh, my boss, man. Oh, for fuck. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me at all. Only hey, on. Dean got in touch, says, Hey, I just want to add a wee follow up to Ram's comment about wrestlers on Twitch. 
I completely agree. I feel social media and things like Twitch take away the sort of illusion of this as a tough wrestler. When you're seeing all these heels for promotions and they're posting videos smiling and laughing with faces and playing computer games and doing TikTok dances and all that. The mystique of them being bad guys and tough on the show is diminished in my opinion. When I watch wrestling, I never saw a wrestler on anything else. Maybe a promo, but you believe that a guy was who he was. Thanks, you know Dean. You know what? That's a good point. Amen, well. Dean. Amen. You know what, Dean? That's that's because when you, when you think about it, like you remember twenty years ago, you're right. You never saw a wrestler on anything else, but it meant something when they were on something else. You know, like I would, like I'm trying, like just like games just, master. Well, I like Games Master, like fucking my mom shit. Like going live, like a show like going live in the morning or something. Like I always remember my mom shouting me down because fucking Rikishi was on uh, this, no, this morning. The Big Breakfast. But, I mean, the big cellular arse. Yeah. <laughs> but they would, um, they, they would be, they would be totally kayfabing it though. This is a thing. It's like, if Undertaker was on going live, he was, you know, he was like, he was sitting there on full gimmick, not acting like right. a zombie, like on a kid's show, acting like he was, he'd risen for the grave. That's but, what it should be. But but you would be obsessed with it, like if you found out in one of the magazines that was Billy Gunn. Remember Billy Gunn was on Sabrina, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, mm-hmm. and it was like, aren't you finding this episode? I'm going to watch Nickelodeon all day, see if the Billy Gunn one pops up. It was. Like, do you know what I mean? Like that's or or when 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 wrestlers had walk ons on movies. Remember even getting the Mummy Returns because the Rock was in it for fucking. Okay. I remember the Rock in an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation doing a Rock. Aye. Oh right? yeah, aye. But do you know what's the people's, uh, people's eyebrow not? Aye. Gets me this week. The amount of stuff that's popping up this week about dirt sheet writers and have you seen all that kind of stuff? We um, is it Vega? Actually, is it what's her name again? Vega, Zelina Vega. Yeah, yes. Just or not? Wasn't he hard? It was somebody else. Was not Selena Vega about her? Uh, she's no, I think you're right, Grado. She's um, she basically slagged off the dirt sheets, even though all the dirt sheets were true of what they said about her. And she also apparently deleted her um, twit twit tweet about um, unionizing um, wrestlers. Did you delete it? Apparently so. Well, I mean, too many wrestlers acknowledge what they, right. I get it if they put something up that. I get it if they put something up that, that's no factually correct that they can take the huff, right? But so many wrestlers acknowledge the dirt sheet writers these days. It's great. I've never seen so much stuff, tweets, messages, or that or that you know this guy's talking shit. It's been it's been about for like forty years. But I mean, I remember, I remember one time when I've, I've probably told you this before that I came that that we were on a TNA tour, and I had went and. Told Al Snow that um, the match I had last night was a dud. Mouse <laughs> already a dud. <laughs> and he went, Afi's fucking not at me. Quite right, aye. He went, Afi's not. He was like, Don't you ever fucking tell me who gives a shit? What has that guy ever done? This is what's wrong with the wrestling business. Why even looking that up? Yeah. He just absolutely, but it made a lot of sense in terms. I mean, Dave Meltzer's brand new, you know, he's got with pleasures, you know what I mean? But there is too many wrestlers. Oh, aye. They acknowledge. I know you don't like Dave Meltzer. Dave Meltzer's no fucking brand new. Uh, Al Snow was great, by the way, when we had him on this show and we were interviewing him. He's a smart fucking guy, man. If you'd listen to Al Snow talk about wrestling and talk, and, and he talks very serious, you expect him to be a jokey, funny guy, and he is a funny guy. But 
he can talk very seriously about wrestling for a very long time. You know what I mean? And he's just a, a great guy to listen to. Really, really smart guy. Look, but try and find that episode with Al Snow in it if you've not heard that where we interview Al Snow because he's a he's a he's a smart guy, man. He knows he's to love love to pick a guy's brains. Let me tell you, <laughs> I pick a guy's brains. You know? <laughs> oh, can I pick your brain for a minute, Paul? <laughs> Uh, you know, so that's Al Snow for you. Listen, Jason says, question for the boys, off the back of last week's Love Island chat and the absolute dross that is this year's Love Island, what current wrestlers would you like to, would you like to see enter the villa <laughs> and book their coupling up scenarios with the current occupants? Abdullah the Butcher. <laughs> Adam Maxted. Oh, wait. Adam, I. Um, <laughs> but hey, I'll tell you what. Don't know about you, Rab, but I know it takes a couple of days, maybe even a week, for Love Island to spice up, but it's all shit this year. Yeah, it's not been a... I've heard rumours, rumours, though, it's all going to change tonight, Grado. It's looking, there's two new lassies going in tonight, and apparently it's all going to kick off with... I don't watch anything. I've just been to a lassie in the office, and she said... Because I was saying, are we talking about this in the radio? Are are people watching? She says, oh, it's all going to kick off the night. Hugo, apparently, he's the nice guy. I don't know who that is. By saying Hugo apparently says something tonight, which is going to bite a bomb drop. Aye, that's. I mean, you're you wanting the dirt, you're wanting the muck, the scandal. That's what we watch it for. That's what we pay it for. Come on, that's what you. That's what you pay for. Do you know what it is that Hugo says tonight in Love Island? No idea. Do you know? Um, he says. Um, it's, aye, hold on. I think it's something like. Let me check. I saw it earlier today. Um, I'm I can't put Ravish and Rick Rude into the Love Island. Um, I think he would be good in it. Oh, he would be good. Yeah. Um, let me find this thing. Model that Rick Martell, he'd be quite good in it. Macho Man. Right. Okay. I says apparently Hugo Paul's one of the lassies for a chat the night, right? And he says this. Mm. So this will already have heard, so it's not a spoiler. And he says to the lassie, "My physical address is 130 Green Meadow Lane." <laughs> If you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter, <laughs> Wrestling Daft, on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or email us at wrestlingdaft at gmail.com. <laughs> Every week we separate the bad for the good of wrestling, the non alcoholic beer for the alcoholic beer. Jesus. That's it. I mean, John. Do you know that That's, I've bought... A, why would I've non-alcoholic bought... beer be bad if you because were an alcoholic, Because what's the point in non-alcoholic beer? It's like buying unflavoured chocolate. Well, I can tell you the, the, the benefits of non-alcoholic beer. Right. My girlfriend is what now? She's 23 weeks pregnant. She's mm. 23 weeks now? Wow. Mate, I, she's massive. Bloody hell. And uh, she, uh, she last week was just you now pregnant when we get cravings. Oh, she's been craving this beer. Oh, really? Beer is a thing. Right. So, you know, I've got the blade bean machine. I bought her a big fucking keg, yet. big Heineken 0.0%. Man, nice. she's been in about it, something off her. That's a good so that's fiance. What it's good that's, that. what a good, that's a good fiance doing that, getting a big, well, good on you, Gradle. Um, so, let's see what's getting, what the punters are burying. Uh, is there anything you want to put out or bury? Is there anything you want to? What did I watch? Oh, we spoke about AW a week, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, you, uh, mate. I take it usually by a week behind me with the Jarrett podcast, mate. Do you know what that cost me thirty? It cost me thirty four pound a month. <laughs> Why? To get these fucking podcasts a couple of weeks early. 
Wow. You paying for that? Okay. Oh, I, need, I, I stopped it. But I want, I, I'm going to take the new because well, of the jab. There's loads more content on there as well, Grado, for your There is. Stores, there is a lot of stuff. Oh, I got... It's, oh, almost, oh. it's just like our one. It's just like our one. If you remember, patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft, if you want to get our episodes, the video versions of our episodes, which are better. I mean, it's just better watching it in video than it is uh, watching a podcast. You see John's face. You can see Grado's room. You can see me. Did I tell you um last week? What? I was pestering them. You were oh pestering who? Oh my god, I'm so embarrassed, man. Oh no, where have you been drunkenly? Mm, last week. Wow. FaceTime and Jeff Jarrett singing Scott Hall's TNA theme. It was voice noting Scott Demore, called him a fat cunt. What are you doing, man? Um, I'm just trying to. I've no what, but I've, I'm I'm new officially over it. If you know what I mean, right? So wait to see where we go here. <laughs> what time in the morning? Did, before you play us, Gary? What? We're Scott on top one. The microphone or that? A decent voice, Grado, don't it? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you sent this to Jeff Jarrett. Sent that to Jeff and Conrad. What did Jeff, Jar- <laughs> what did Jeff Jarrett say? Oh my god. I went so <laughs> oh, no man. Alright, so hold on. I wrote to Jeff Jarrett last guess what I, I text him. Guess what song I am singing on the karaoke? You will never believe. And he wrote My World. <laughs> and I <laughs> <laughs> and I wrote, close, can I sing it to you? FaceTime you, 40 second maximum. Let me sing it to you, you'll love it. This is from the best of Dale Oliver. And my lyric recall is granular. You know they keep saying granular? Uh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> they keep saying recall. They keep saying recall and granular. This is from the best of Dale Oliver. And my lyric recall is granular, quote unquote. <laughs> He went and wrote, on call, I'll call when I'm done, maybe 15 minutes. And then I can't repeat what I wrote the next one. Like you and, then, <laughs> and then, so I'm sending him that, and he FaceTimes me, and we got to be chat with him. And I'm, I'm, I, I am not opening what I sent to Conrad Thompson, because it was fucking, I was fleeing. It was that 9% effigy. Oh, no. not that stuff again, Grado. It was that the same night. It was the same Aye, night. It was the same night. Fuck's sake. What is this? 9% what? Oh, I was steaming on football daft, wasn't I, John? He started off like, Raph, this is what happened, right? He's having his wee drink, what, doing the podcast. And we're starting, he's starting to slur his words and start to go a bit mental during the podcast. Like, what's happening here? He's only had a couple of pints. Then he looked at the keg and it was 9% beer he was drinking. Oh, I'm just looking at him. Messages to Conrad. Oh my god. Oh, this is really embarrassing. This is really embarrassing. 
when my, listen, when my world comes to the UK, I need a 15 minute spot covering Dale Oliver. Oh, I'm just cringing at myself. <laughs> and then hold on to myself. You have no idea when I flew to sign with TNA, they drove me to Dale's house to cover like a prayer. And he gave me a tour of his house and showed me all these singers he managed. And apparently they were all jobbers. Honestly, I have a pair of stories. <laughs> I am just you with a singlet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so embarrassed, man. So yeah. embarrassed. And he just he just liked it, you know, that way he never replied. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just doing a singlet. Can he beat it? Oh my oh. god. No I'm so glad it. I never looked at that until the now. The late night grado part. Right, let's see what the punters are saying about the burying and the and the, and the, the putting over. Jordy Coyle wants to bury Lana on top is Jericho. Said WWE. She says she once had um, promo time dramatically reduced to three minutes she said they were forced to cut a lot but they managed to get it didn't they two minutes 99 seconds <laughs> <laughs> bang on no surprise she gets sacked that's an easy mistake to make listen she wants to put over a uh, jordy girl wants to put her vince going to the performance center to show them how it's done what is what that? Was that he was down scouting um last week having a wee <laughs> wonder about seeing if he can see anyone he fancies for the main roster got a funny feeling that bronson reed may be moving up there have you seen him boys bronson aye man this is the big the big kind of the large australian yes the large australian that is a good description of Bron- good on him that'll be his name probably when he's on raw the, lar- <laughs> the large australian and, and current fucking form um i look at that boy man he's big simone boy oh yeah listen vince loves a big simone boy doesn't he so is that how you liked john well, I think well, I think he dropped the title there. Um, he dropped the North American title, so I've got a funny feel. Carrying Cross is bound to be you. Carrying Cross, a Vince kind of guy as well, isn't aye, he? Aye. He was my best pal. Well, was he? Oh man, aye. That whole package, um, the whole Carrying Cross package, is up Vince's street. Um, this big guy, Bronson Reed, get him in there, get him in, just just debut him, just have him walking out on Roman Reigns and have him saying he's the head of the table. That's good. Just gaze that. That's That'll good. do. I want to get back to. I, I want to get back to. How's Karen Cross your best pal? Great work. Because mate, I'm not joking. Because it was, I've told this before, Rob. Is a sweetheart. Listen, it was his first day in TNA again. You know, I'm, I like to. I like to always go right. Stick with me. Come under your wing. You stick with me, big man. You'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> At least that to everybody, honestly. But he was literally one of the most interesting guys. He's a smart cookie. A smart, smart cookie. See all that talking about uh, about politics and stuff like that. He's really, really good. And I've mentioned it before. His debut in TNA was something else. Something else. I can't remember. So, so he, was, he was the policeman. He was a policeman. Uh, somebody got somebody got right. What was his name? In crisscross. Yeah, crisscross, isn't it? I'm telling you, man. This was a debut that there was one of the most original debuts. Was um, he, it was a, a, a backstage fight and no, it was a backstage. Somebody got done in and they left a wee card on his on their backs, and that was the evidence that this guy had been battered. Anyway, he was used as a police, but the swerve was he was party and he was a. You know, I can't explain. This is the any justice, but it was shit hot. But he's always been a fucking star, man, right for the get-go, you know. Was the talk no that he did he no wrestle a dark match before Raw just this week? Did, did he really? Why did they dark matches in front of them? I don't know. They're, I, they're yeah. doing it to test out um like the uh, Scarlet's done a match. Um 
Who else did a match? Bronson Reed did a match. Tony Storm did a match. Um, um, aye, they've all, they've, 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 I think he's obviously right. keeping his eye on some of the targets. Right. Right, but I, carrying, can... sorry, Grado, just before, before no, no. you did that, but just carrying Cross and Scarlet Bob, though, are just like, that's, that, you know, they, they could be the, the face of something, you know what I mean? They just they just have a look and they have, you just, they should be on the big show. She was know. great as well, man. So I, I don't know what about backstage promos with her when I was, um, when I was trying to get, I can't remember exactly, but I don't know what stuff we about. But I need to get you to watch this two minute video. Okay. Their debut on TNA, you, you love it. Right, like I could be wrong, but I thought it was fucking mega original. Right, I'm sent it to the WhatsApp group. Right, <clears throat> here we go. Oh, Petey, no, 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 Come on, we've known each other for 15 years! Now I'm going to jail. You know my wife and kids, man. Are you kidding me? Stop I wouldn't do this, man. What, what's wrong with you, man? Stop, stop. What is he's up, dude? Peter Williams, you are under arrest. For the crimes that you should have committed. Get up. Come on, that's the best. Right? Guy. I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Because you would never see that coming. You should probably call the police. That's broken. I watched that live. I watched some combat. Did you like it, John? I no, I, I love the way it's filmed. <clears throat> don't get like segments like that in wrestling. You don't get see the way it was filmed and the Moody way it's fucker. Brilliant. You're so used to as well the whole thing like oh, oh here's the polis turn up in the wrestling, you know what I mean? It's like suddenly <laughs> or a polis are here. And so used to that, you know what I mean? That you wouldn't have even seen that coming either. Which is, Did you like that? I told you it was like good. Hey, uh, Gredo, why are you not watching the clip of you stripping for Scarlet Bordeaux? Is that there? Is that there? Put that on. I, I, I've never watched that back because I was cringing. Oh, um, that's nice. It's, uh, just, just search for Gredo strips for Scarlet Bordeaux. Gredo. For the smoke show. No, you can see Grado uh, stripping for Scarlet Bird though if you sign up for a Patreon, of course, or you can just you know type it into the YouTube search bar. Anyway, here we go. Wrestling 
quickly becoming the laughingstock of this company, and that is not what I signed up for when Ka I started dating you. Katarina, let me, let me talk to him. Gredo, I want you to think all the way back. Do you remember primary three? Aye. The egg and spoon race. Where did you come in that? Last. Last. But here's the thing. You came last, but you know what he did? Every single day, he trained all day, every day, and then the next year, where did you come? Second last. Second last. So there you go, it's progress. And that's what I want you to think about. Slow and steady wins the race. Well, well not that race, but I mean like the race of life, you know? And that's why I know that this guy right here is gonna get the big W next time. Yeah? Uh, no. eventually. <laughs> is it somebody's macaroni time? Mine. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice music, man. Hey there, big boy. Oh my goodness. You must be a model or something, right? No, I, 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 I'm a wrestler. Oh, of course you are. It's yourself. Baby, why you look so sad? Well, it's just that... It's just my, my girlfriend. She, she just keeps... She's making me cry. I keep upset and I keep disappointed. And I keep losing wrestling. Oh, sweet. <laughs> How about, how about you come on my show? I can help you with all your women problems. Really? Of course. But if I help you, you have to do something for me and Bobo. Deal? Okay, Bobo. <laughs> oh, yeah. She must be one of the most beautiful women in the world. She's and fuck's sake, John. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That came out. Get out yourself. Sorry. Sorry. We should. Oh man. I would say that was one of the most beautiful guys in the world. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. Wasn't it? Right. By the way, that reminded me. Here's something I want to put over before we go any further on this segment. Uh, Joe Hendry has used the lockdown and the pandemic. Oh, he's a beast, huh? <laughs> he transform he's himself. He's too big. He transform himself into a big, proper beast of a wrestler. And he's I'm too big. listen. Oh, don't give me too big. He's too I'm, big. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. One thing, you know, we spoke to Joe, Joe Henry, another guy we interviewed in this podcast, best podcast in the world. We had uh, Joe Henry on here talking about it. He's a guy. See when he puts his mind to something, that guy. He does it, man. He's not like right. me. I put my mind to something. I maybe do it later. But that guy puts his mind to something and he does it. He's like, I, I would love to have like 10% of Joe Henry's work ethic. 10% of Joe Henry's commitment and belief in himself and, and, and his, his way of attaining a goal. I'm just so impressed by this guy. I really am. He's brand new, man. He, I mean, I hated him the first time I ever met him because he's tried to beat me at a burger eating contest. He was taking it serious. 
And that's uh, just the kind of guy he is, right? He's like, uh, a, I'm like, fucking calm down. But then I, I got to know him, and he's one of the best guys I've ever spoken to him in ages, actually. He's so driven. Um, it's it's good funny, Pete could see. What? <laughs> just because. Uh, so there's the, the newsreader on Go Radio was called Joe Henry. All right. right. She's uh, a woman that reads the news. <laughs> and uh, fucking, I get a text. Hi, it's Joe Henry. That stuff you done this morning with Crofty was hilarious, blah, 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 right? And I'm going, what are you mean? I think you <laughs> I'm going, alright mate, all the time over here Thank God you didn't Thank God you didn't go, you're some size now by the way <laughs> oh, fucking hell, mate. Beautiful Right, uh, so AI Stephen wants to put all the China documentary in A&E uh, We spoke about that last week And why to bury the way she was used During the filming of the reconstruction of China documentary Featured on that one Gredo, you said to yourself, the guys were horrible guys. Barry wants to bury that skinny wee gimp, Adam Cole. I've seen Mel Muscle in a supermodel cutting weight for a photo shoot. My seven-month-old Bern could take him. I mean, see what you want, but that's not what you want somebody saying about a wrestling, you know what I mean? Um, and Barry wants you. to... Me? He's, He's copying me. Yeah. He's trying to get in my good books. Barry wants to put her carrying Cross's intro. It's the Doug's Boz. Love the gothic metal theme to it. Uh, listen. He's no say there anything. What John would say there is, oh, I have to say, Scarlet Bordeaux's got to be one of the most beautiful women in the world. <laughs> Scarlet Bordeaux, eh? She's got to be one of the most... I'll tell you something eh, about a Scarlet Bordeaux, eh? She ain't no hardy. Beautiful like, woman on the planet, eh? I don't know if you've got this with your partners, but you've got the laminated list. You know, like the top three list. That yeah, I fucking don't have that. That you have to pass. The laminated list. That's disgusting. Does that mean? Oh, mean right. So you get passes. So, like, if you were to say, like, for example, let's just put it out there, Scarlet Bordeaux uh, was to, to say, right, John, how's about you know, fuck me, man, coming out for a wee drink. You know, we'll, we'll have a nice wee meal and all that sort of stuff, and then you you get a pass. You get a pass because it's Scarlet Bordeaux. No. Do you know what? It, right, hold on, hold on a minute. And I'll tell you one thing right now. Well, me and my wife, we don't have passes. Are you just newly married, though, Rabbi? No, mate. No way. Gredo, do you, do, you, do, you have, do you have a passes? My fucking bird would not fuck it, mate. Exactly. Even talking about you just, you this. John, you've been spending too much time with George Bowie. You've been spending too much time with George Bowie. Rab, he grew up in that fucking two, early 2000s. Jade Goody, let's slag that kind of Piers Morgan. You know what I mean? He was brought up. Do you know what I mean? He's that kind of way. Do you know what I mean? Why? We were getting, we were getting, I seen somebody put in a comment that this is going to end up feminist daft. But John is stuck in that. You know it's, what I mean? Oh, my wife has a, my wife has a list and all, not just me. <laughs> She's got Chris Hemsworth and The Rock on there. <laughs> So the guy for Aquaman, <laughs> he has he's on there. He's dying. So what I, you're I, saying I, I, is, God, you go, Jesus Christ, I can't contend with that stuff. They're let's all... imagine a situation. <laughs> let's imagine a situation, right? Where, right. Because obviously, you, you you work in the same, you, you don't work in the same industry as Scarlet Bordeaux, right? But you're adjacent to that industry. You do a wrestling daft podcast, right? So it's conceivable. Yeah. Scarlet mm-hmm. Bordeaux could come on Wrestling Daft and we could interview Scarlet Bordeaux yep. just about her work and stuff like that. And then she could say, um, guys, when you leave the Zoom chat, could I stay on the Zoom chat a wee bit? I'll get something to ask John. Yeah. And she could go, John, would you like to go on a date? We could go to the pictures or something. Um, you're saying your wife would let you go to the pictures with Scarlet Bordeaux? I'm not messing with Scarlet. She's fucking married to Carrie and Cross. I'm not messing with her. 
Right, but imagine, but imagine, Mommy. but maybe, wait a minute, but maybe Carrying Cross would go all, Carrying Cross would be like, don't worry, man, um, Scarlett Bordeaux's got a list, John McAnally's on her list. <laughs> <laughs> well, you never know. There's no way your wife would let you. This bullshit or this talk. Right, okay, sorry. I it's bet you there's listeners out there that have got a laminated list. The top three a laminated, laminated list. list. Listen, get in touch with see. I'm talking about listeners that I've got. I know it's very unlikely that any of the listeners have like a girlfriend or a boyfriend. Is the comeback up? Um, but get in touch with us and let us know if if you do have a partner. Uh, let us know if you have these mad lists because I don't believe that it's a thing. Right. Um, John wants to put us some more Joe. Uh, the build up to his in ring return has been well done. A few hints at some matches down the line. Uh, the Garden Daddy wants to bury Grado for no telling his which female wrestlers he had a thing for last week. Uh, and he wants to put her up Rab me because he's worth $3 million according to the internet. One of the best pals. I, I, that, that wasn't the question, but it no, was... Um, wasn't nah. Anyway, keep going. It wasn't. Stephen wants to put her the match between A-Kid and Jordan Devlin on the NXT UK hard-hitting brutal match. And wants to bury WWE bringing back Zelina Vega. She was a good manager, but she did nothing as a wrestler before her release. There are better women <laughs> they could have brought. They could have brought back. I just it's funny, but because like the, <laughs> these are the comments where we just read about and go, get out and they still write it in. <laughs> it's a weird maybe be like, oh, we agree, we agree. Bring back. I want to bury WWE for bringing back Zelina Vega. She was a good manager, but nothing did as a wrestler. But Grado, you're saying this, but Jim Cornette would get 15 minutes out of that. <laughs> Jim Cornette right. would go for 15 minutes on that. Ah, you're right, you're right. You know what I mean? So I don't think they're doing anything wrong. Um, Paul wants to put her Nicky Cross's superhero gimmick. Riddle's Randy Orton impression last week was great. Last week's Rab and Grado unscripted wrestling daft was brilliant. Um, he wants to bury that shows seem to be turned the corner and crowds are back. And Thunderdome's finished this week. Enjoy it, folks. I'm no burying nothing. Paul's in a great mood. Paul. And Jamie wants to put her the lad for a few weeks ago talking about mental health. There needs to be mayor about that. Mayor being spoken about about that, he says. Jamie also wants to put her AEW for the video package at the end of last week's Dynamite about their shows during the pandemic at Daly's Place. Brilliant to see the late Brody Lee featured heavily. No real buries. But finally, I want to put your lads over for your not-a-usual show from last week. Um, brilliant stuff. Brilliant. That's good. And wants to put over the idea of a conscience versus sabotage match in 2021. Okay, let's get it booked. Well, do you know what? And he wants, to, he wants to bury any venue other than the Matt Busby Centre being used for said match. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we we need to We're get putting a card together here. Listen, we need to get conscience on the show. Oh, we we did. I missed him another week actually. We need to get him on the show because we need to get Peter on the show because. <laughs> Listen. Oh, Peter's contribution to the Scottish wrestling scene cannot be denied. Like that, this guy's contribution to the Scottish wrestling scene was was massive. Rabbi um, pop for this. So you know, last week I was messaging everybody when I was steaming. Aye. Right. Like <laughs> <laughs> a fucking Messi's last week. See if we can get it wait. <laughs> I'm extra laughing because, Grado, <laughs> you fucking sent that to me. Did I send it to you? I sent it to conscience and all. See, you're that, steaming, 
You know that steam you don't even remember sending it to me. I don't, he replied, "Lol, Chun, how you doing, mate?" <laughs> we need to get Peter on, man. By the way, his cooking program is fucking getting over. Pirate Kitchen. Peter is a listen. What a great story. He is an entrepreneur, man. He's a he's a what? I mean, he's a character, isn't he? What a character he was, and he's like funny. He's a charismatic guy. He was funny. Yeah, he's a charismatic guy. He's he's get that um um. He's just he's just get he's just got a charisma about him. Know what I mean? He's just got a charisma about him. You're right. You're bang on. He could sell you on anything, right? I love how we bury him and then try. <laughs> I love how we always bury him and then go, I tell you one thing, but. Right. He <laughs> could sell you on end. He could sell you on end. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to their run in. Come on the show, talk about wrestling, ask us a question. This week, we invite a man who reached out to the show a couple of weeks ago after listening to this podcast while going through, can you believe this? A bone marrow transplant. We wanted to find out a bit more about donating bone marrow and all that stuff. Here he is, the man himself, Stephen McGuinness. Here he comes. Aye. There he is. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Good to see you. I know bad. How are you? Wow, Good. you look like Bob Malcolm. I've no idea who that is, mate. See, this isn't football daft, mate. You can't even talk about football players. You do look like him, I'm no joking. Can I talk about football? And you can does, John. Aye, does it look, he does look like Bob Malcolm. Yeah, really, what really team do you support, Stephen? Uh, I'm with you there, on this one, Selick. Don't say he looks like Bob Malcolm, man. Fuck's sake, <laughs> Right, listen, Stephen, right, quickly before we get into the, the details, right, give us a quick overview of your, your story then the past couple of years, what you were what you were telling us about in the last episode? Uh, so obviously, as I say, Steve, in 2018, I was diagnosed with acute myeloid leukemia, which is a cancer of the blood cells, the white blood cells. How did that happen, mate? Like, how did you how did you end up going to the doctor? Hey, um, I suppose it all started, I got a wisdom tooth taking it. Right. And mm. it just wouldn't heal up. Fuck right. Uh, so it's obviously a blood clot, it's meant to form, but my body couldn't form a blood clot. Uh, so that was a wee bit, kind of, I thought something was up with that, but I never done anything about it. Then I had a giant abscess on my leg, like my groin. Uh, it was quite bad, so I couldn't, well, I could, but I could barely walk. <laughs> so my partner, Amanda, she kind of convinced me to go to see her with it. <laughs> are, you, are, you, are you one of the guys, by the way, because you, you know, there's a lot of guys like this who are like, I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to boil a doctor with this. I used to be, but no anymore. Ah. <laughs> like no, I'm I want everything checked. Aye, 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 quite right. But obviously back then I didn't care as much, so, so I was only twenty two. Jesus. Uh, so I she convinced me to go about the abscess. Uh, they thought it might be diabetes. Right. So they done blood tests on me, uh, and it was like the next day or something, maybe two days. I was about to go to work, and I had like. 10, 12 missed calls on my phone. Uh, some were for the doctor and some were for like a random number. Right, right. It was all, it was all the doctors. So I answered and they were like, you need to go to Monklands right now. And they told me the word and all that. And they weren't oh, wanting to tell me over the, the phone. phone. Aye. But I didn't, I didn't let that happen. So I was just like, oh, like, you need to tell me what's going on. And she was like, oh, there's an abnormality in your blood. 
Uh, and I was like, what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, you've got acute leukemia. You're joking. They just told you just like that. Aye, just like that over the phone. But I asked, like, you know what I mean? I couldn't be raging about it, but... Uh, aye, so they couldn't tell what type of leukemia I get, so she just said acute leukemia. And I feel like an idiot now, but I was like, is that serious? <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you not know if that was serious? I didn't know. I'd heard the leukemia, but I didn't. Because leukemia is leukemia is one of the one of the, the ones. There's kind of there's a kind of array of different types in there and stuff, and it's like it's difficult. To... A lot of people think it's mainly like Wayne's that get it. That's see, Aye. that's that's the presumption that I get. That's why I always thought until I heard about Roman Reigns. Aye, but well, mate, did Aye. you did your did your mind? How soon did your mind go to Roman Reigns as a Aye. wrestling fan? Uh, I, I was diagnosed two months before him. Wow. Wow. So I was in the hospital. <clears throat> uh, I suppose I should say I had to stay in the hospital for weeks at a time and I was getting my mm-hmm. treatment. So altogether I was in for 22 weeks, but that was split up. Right. Uh, so I was in the hospital for maybe my second round of chemo and stuff. And I found out about Roman Reigns. And I kind of, it made me feel two things. It made me feel like a kind of reminder about me, myself. Aye, aye, aye. You kind of go into denial a wee bit, I think. Uh, even though you're in the hospital dealing with it all. But having Roman Reigns come out and say that he had leukemia as well, it kind of helped me a lot. Selfishly, I suppose, because it's still sad for him. Uh, oh, but it gives you a boost, doesn't it? Because you're like a guy like him, you know what I mean? Coming out, and I remember that at the time when he came out and said that, I thought, man... You know, because it was like it was a big shock, I think, for everybody that's a wrestling fan. You know, when oh, when we, we when we got that information about Roman Reigns, but that was one of the first things I thought. I was like, that is going to be such a big help to so many people out there right now because because uh, I'm uh, sure. I mean, I've God. I mean, thank God, I've been fortunate enough not to not to have to deal with anything like this. But um, I imagine you must feel quite alone in it. Aye, and it's not that there's no people reaching out to you and stuff like I had Aye. loads of messages and stuff on Facebook but I mean what can I say I was a bit crab it <laughs> you know what I mean but do, do you know what do you know um it's like when you're telling me this I'm thinking god I can't believe you had to tell your family that you Aye, know what I mean it, that must have been it, a big hang to like I've, I don't know if you've got parents or whatever to say like tell me it must have been one of the kind of it Most was really difficult that because it all happened obviously so quick. Usually you go to the hospital and they tell you there, but this all happened over the phone. Aye. So uh, I'd already kind of, I think I'd started driving to work and then my phone was ringing. I was like, this is kept, keeps ringing. So I had to stop. Uh, so obviously, after I come off the phone, I still had to drive back to my bit. It was only up the road, but that was kind of weird. <laughs> you know what I mean? Driving myself back, just normal, just. Aye. Uh, but this was after right enough. I'd burst into tears, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, I phoned my partner. Uh, she burst into tears straight away. I had to, you know, I had to tell her. And I had to phone my mum. That was wow. the first two people that I thought, I thought of, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and my mum, I just remember bursting out crying. And I was like, oh, I've got, I've got leukemia. And my mum was just like, oh, son. Oh, you know what I mean? Aye, <laughs> what aye, else aye. was she kind of meant to say but obviously I still had it in my head I need to go to the hospital I'd somehow remember the ward and all that and then my mum was like we'll take you I'm like, well, thanks I can't drive do you know what I mean mm. and then I had to just sit in my house waiting for my mum because I live in Alloa she's in Cumbernauld Aye. 
it's not that far, but I still, you know, it feels like ages when I'm sitting myself. And then Amanda was getting brought home for work as well. So I just sat there smoking a fag. <laughs> just <laughs> honestly, just trying to process what I just, you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. And this may be a bit too personal and all, but I would imagine you were Googling and all that as well. Uh, did you know? No, I, I tried not to. I have done, but right. my my mum was a big Googler. Uh, she Googled a lot of stuff, but I didn't really want to know. There's Aye. still probably stuff she knows I don't know. Like I know everything the doctors have told me, uh, which is all you really need to focus on. Do you know what yep, I mean? Yep. But, you know I mean, I can't speak for them. I don't know what they thought when they were looking up stuff on Google, but I'd imagine it's no nice to see. No, no. Uh, so obviously I can't speak for that, but I think my mum kind of took it really bad and then was making herself maybe worse. Oh, it definitely. It's just natural, isn't it? It's just a natural. It's a natural thing. Like that's the bit you just want as much information as as you can possibly get. So what happened, man? You got your treatment, and like you were you were talking about the bone marrow transplant. So what what exactly? Obviously, Grado. I mean, I, I've getting I've get a basic idea how it works. Great. I don't think Grado's get any idea. I don't have the first clue. I don't have the first clue about it. So, obviously, you've got your immune system, which right. is your white blood cells and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, my type of leukemia is acute myeloid leukemia, so your myeloid cells. I explained like this to me. Basically, one of my cells just inverted upside down. Right. And all the other cells after it. This is a really basic way of explaining it. You right. know? Yeah. But, so, all the other cells came out that way as well. So they were called mitoblasts, which is just basically cancerous white blood cells. Um, so my body had no way of fighting infection. But right. your whole immune system's made inside your bone marrow. Like that's where your blood gets drawn, I suppose, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's into your body. So if, like me, you go through your treatment, your chemo, and I'm an anti remission straight away, but they do really sensitive testing. It's called a bone marrow aspirate, which they kind of, they put a big needle in your hip bone right. and they suck out a load of bone marrow. So they numb you up. Is it sore? Is it sore? Well, I'm not going to lie, right? They say it's, they numb you up, but, so the needle going in isn't sore. They see when they're in that bone and they pull it out and they're sucking the bone marrow, it creates a vacuum. Oh. So, if anybody was to donate, they don't normally do that with donations. That's only for patients. Uh, they sometimes might try and take it that way, but it is kind of painful. So what right. they'll do is they'll take it. So if you're, the only pain you should have is needles, if yeah, yeah, that's yeah. even going to be sore. Um, so that goes in. It takes the blood out, kind of up through a tube. It goes into a collection thing. I don't really know that much about it. Obviously, I've never donated. Yeah. Uh, and it takes all the the kind of new bone marrow and then gives you your blood back. So this is you if you were donating. Uh, That's mad. So it takes takes the bone marrow out and sends your blood back in? Yep. And the other way to do it is to take it straight from the bone, which is the one where it creates a vacuum inside your bone. So, here's the challenge, mate. This is the thing, though, right? I'll, I'm going to speak totally honestly here, right? Because here's the challenge with something like bone marrow donation. I'm, that sounds ter- that's I'm pure fear. So, you know what I mean? Right. I'm, I'm fear to that. You know what I mean? So I suppose it is like about just trying to get the information out there that it's 
you know, it's you know, you need to fucking know. Is, is, is it hard? Is it hard? Like, is there enough folk donating bone marrow? Uh, so I, I should have said this in my message actually last week. Uh, you don't kind of. It's not like giving blood. Right, you I don't see. just go and say I want to donate bone marrow. So that's what I was going to talk about today. Anthony Nolan. That's the they've got a bone marrow register where you would all you need to do is register, Aye. and then uh, that's the register they used for me was Anthony Nolan. So that's why you know what I mean I keep that one kind of close. So uh, uh, you just need to register, and then if you're a match to somebody, we got you know you get different levels of matching. You get like a a ten out of ten match. You get a half match, and all of them can help. But you really want this really good match, and some people aren't that lucky. So you might get called upon on the register one day, you know. But it's not guaranteed, so it's not like giving blood. You go to date though, you know. What I mean, this is the thing. If you get called upon, you would need to date, wouldn't you? You know, what I mean, this is the thing. It's like Aye. there's no way you were. There's no way you would say no. How did they, How did they find out your type? Like your your blood. It's just your blood type, right? You know? So they take a blood at the start and then go right. That's it. So if we ever need, uh... oh wait, no, sorry. Aye, I know what you mean. Blood type. My <clears> blood type changed to my donor's blood type. Oh, that's so, mad! Really? Is that that's what mad? I my DNA. Obviously, my fingerprints and stuff are the same, but <laughs> my DNA is now his, so they call it a genetic twin. So, if you killed somebody, you can, aye, exactly. That's exactly I've went right there as well. I went right there. You're only the first people to ever say, like, so many people have asked me that. Uh, I would never do it to try, but. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So, like, so, but it's a, it's a brilliant idea if you were writing some kind of detective story in it, though. It's somebody that's like, he does murders and then he gets a bone marrow transplant. That's a great story. You, you give us a brilliant idea. No, but, I'd so, watch so, that, Phil. So, <laughs> so, so, how was your match? Was your match a good match? Uh, I, my doctor said to me I had over 500, which is lucky, by the way. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Uh, I had over 500 matches. Some people get none. Jeez. Um, oh. uh, the best match was a young British guy, a couple of years older than me. I've never met him. Uh, I, I think one day I can kind of speak to him and stuff, but obviously you have to wait a while and then COVID happened. Yeah, mm. yeah. Uh, so he was a young guy, same age, from Britain. Uh, the doctor said it was that good. It was a 12 out of 10 match. Wow. Excellent. Because some people can match with their parents or your siblings. Aye. But it Do just you... wasn't, it just never turned out that way for me. So. Do you find out his name in that? No, no, yeah, they, they aye, wait, they wait, just, aye, they you wait two years to kind of make sure everything's all right. Aye. And aye. it's been uh, over two years for me now. Because of COVID, I've just, I've not even been at the hospital. It's all been video calls. I just go and get bloods taking and my bone marrow taking and stuff. And it's all good, mate. Are you all good to know? Aye, I literally get told the other day from my doctor that at this point, the chances of it coming back are very slim. Wow, man. Amazing. It's amazing. I've been going to the hospital. It started off twice a week, and then it was once a week, and it's been going down and down. So now they're talking about maybe once a year. So if the doctor thinks it's going to be good enough to go just once a year, then I'm quite happy. Uh, Obviously, I still get worried and anxious about it, but just knowing that a doctor just says, like, the chances of you having a relapse... Oh, that's one that we shouldn't worry too much. That I bet you, Damien. I bet you're feeling good, and you know, and you should feel good. I think if anything, like the pandemic's taught us as well. Like I, I was, you know, I've always been 
like all my life I've been a terrible hypochondriac, man. Like I've been a you know a real hypochondriac. Have you know said Grado as well? You're, I'm you're the, quite bad for. My doctor called me a hypochondriac. My, my doctor called me and I took uh, I went half my nut. Aye, and and I've but I think if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's like it's it's fucking there's there's no point worrying. It's like there's there was nobody there was nobody two year ago. Any of these people that have got seriously ill or died during the pandemic for COVID, none of these people would have fucking predicted that was going to happen to them. You know what I mean? It's like, nah. it's all, you know, it's, sometimes it's that reminder you get where it's like, everything's just a lottery, man. It's just like, and, and now at least you're, you're getting, you're getting watched. You're getting, you know, you're getting the best care and you're getting looked after Aye. and stuff. And you're, you go to that great match and you're feeling good. And you're basically what? Roman. Essentially, you're Roman Reigns. Oh uh, yeah, just got his Roman Reigns. Much, this is my essentially yard. you're Roman Reigns. Um, but you must be feeling <laughs> good, man. It must feel good as well. Does it? You know, people that are in these positions, you know, it's all cliche. They always get asked, like, like, do you view life differently? Obviously, you're a young guy, anyway. So it's like it's not as if you've lived forty years and then went right. You know, I'm going to live my next forty years differently. But do you look at things differently since since it happened? Aye, uh, you can. Uh you see that somebody saved my life like more than one person a whole mm-hmm. a whole host of things happened to save my life <clears throat> so it kind of makes you realize that if there wasn't at least some people out there that cared enough to kind of donate and stuff i wouldn't be here Aye. so that so makes you think that there's real goodness in the world and you know so what's the message here today then what do we need today we need to tell folk to, to sign up Pretty much. Yeah, uh, if, if you go to anthonynolan.org, they've got a register. Uh, that's not the only register there is. There's a, the BB... Was it BBMR? The British Bone Marrow Registry. And right. then there's DKMS. Uh, you can register on all three of them. Or you can, if you give blood, you can mention it next time you're down giving blood. Uh, well, we, I mean, we, we'll put it on our social media channels as well when we join these yeah, yeah. things so people can... It's, it's dead easy. I've done it. I'm registered with DKMS. Oh, nice, I'm mate. I'm on the... That's good. My, MyChainDonors.com Marrow Registry. Registered as a patient of... A British Bone Marrow Registry. Yeah, register now. Yep. That's one of the ones I... I that's the kind of main three. Uh, obviously, Anthony Nolan's a register they use to find my match. But obviously you can you can register with any of them or just through the NHS at your next appointment kind of thing. You just mention it. And John, how long have you been? Have you just done this to look good this week? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? I've actually, honestly, it was just something that came through the door um, and I read it and I went, why would nobody, you know, you know, it's like a donor service, but it's obviously not as well known as uh, Stephen. Yep, like the, the leaflet came through the door, so it, it was just so simple. It was like a DNA swab, put it away, sent it off, and it was simple as that for, for, for them to, to register. Yeah, uh, have it. It's easy as that. Because, I mean, when we come, when we, I remember where we were when you, you, you were mentioned last week. I'm going, I couldn't tell you the first thing about bone marrows and stuff like that, but I'm feel heavy clued up. I'm going to sign up to it. Oh, cheers for that, mate. That's much appreciated. Hey, definitely. When you want your bone marrow, Grado. Fuck's that, I mean. <laughs> so, so, somebody somewhere will benefit from it, I promise. Aye. Well, we're going to have to do it. We're going to have to all do it. We're going to have to all do it. And we're going to try, need to try and get the punters out there to do it and all. Yeah, um, by the way, who's your favourite wrestler? Aye, let's do it. Let's have a <laughs> before you go. Who's your favourite WrestleMania? <laughs> hey, hold on. My favourite wrestler of all time. Aye. Uh, favourite Scottish wrestler to, to work for TNA? 
favourite Scottish wrestler to work for TNA. Uh, uh, was it Drew Galloway or something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, was, was Nikki Cross there possibly? I don't know. <laughs> she she was in something, she was in something. Uh, somewhere. Fine. I'm only kidding, Grado, you're the favourite, obviously. <laughs> so man, it's all, about looking to the, it's all about looking to the future for you. So what are you looking forward to wrestling-wise? What are you looking forward to this year? Is there anything you're looking forward to? Are you looking forward to seeing Hangman Page winning the title? I'm looking forward to live crowds, proper live crowds. Mm-hmm. Aye. Uh, I'm looking forward to possibly getting back to an ICW show. I was meant to go to the 2018 Fear and Loathing. Uh, I couldn't go, obviously. Uh, <sighs> Mate, we, we, con- we contacted Jester, and he was going to give the tickets to somebody that kind of deserved them, but he must have obviously been busy, and we never quite... We were busy as well. And- Mate, we'll sort you with tickets. Can, Don't can, you worry. Oh, whatever, was- whatever ICW... Whatever, whatever the ICW's big live show back is going to be, we'll sort you with tickets. 100%. That's much appreciated, guys, but, honestly. Do you know you. what I want to ask you, and I, and I, and I don't mean to... You can tell me if it's if it sounds too much, but right. If, I, right, if I'm you, right, the uh-huh. Roman Reigns stuff and all that, I'm like, right, how can I get Roman in touch with Roman Reigns? They didn't know Crochet. For fuck's sake, man. Nah. You know what I mean? Nah. You know, you see these folk that come, they, they meet one another, no Make-A-Wish Foundation, you know what I mean? That kind of... No, that's always awkward for me. Like, that's right. awkward. You I see, can well, you hold on. Like, see. We're, we're all Scottish, we all kind of speak the same. I, I don't know, I just... Roman Grado's, Grado's is... ruined this because John would probably have cut this wee interview bit out and he would have tagged Roman Reigns in and all of that on social media. And now Grado's kind of ruined it by kind of going, oh, maybe we could get in touch with Roman Reigns. No, no, maybe we could cut this bit out. Um, but, you know, it's like, well, maybe we could, maybe we could get in touch with Roman Reigns. Oh, of course, obviously Here's... I would love to speak to Roman Reigns a bit. What, but... what height are you, mate? What height are you? Uh, six foot and a half. Six and a half, right. Right, six foot. So six. Right, six foot. I thought you were thinking going six foot and a half as in another half a foot. I was thinking to myself, Fuck no, no, me. no, no. Right, so six foot. You're just your six foot. Um, you, what age are you? 25. Mm. 25, young guy, right? You know, thought of training, wrestling training. No, I, I wish, because I, I was younger, like I'm a kind of bigger guy, you know what I mean? And you're not old, that, no, I, I know. I don't know. I'm not the most um, agile either. And, it's like well, fucking. You're talking to Grado when I was younger. <laughs> I wish I'd had it when I was really young, and then listen, bro. But at this point in my life, I'm I'm quite happy just podding along and seeing where life takes me. You know what I mean? I don't. Beautiful. I'm never a fan of other agile guys trying to train to be wrestlers, man. In cases they steal my thunder. So, <laughs> plus nah, you've got yeah. a great gimmick. It's a great gimmick. You, <laughs> you know what I mean? You That's fucking. It, my, my ma said to me before uh, I told her I was coming on there, she's like, Oh, that could be your nickname, the wrestling dafty. I was like, That's it, your man's sympathy for you is away already. That's it, just back to normal slag. You know? Beautiful. That's where you want to be. That's where you want to be, mate. Back there. Well, mate, thanks so much for coming on. Glad you're doing so well. Um that was mega interesting. Keep us posted. Thanks very and, much. And we'll do our best to make some noise about uh, about the the donating, right? Oh, cheers, guys. That's amazing. Thank you. Cheers, man. Right. Spread awareness of that as well. Do you know what I mean? Cheers, cool, man. Steven Catch you later. Right. Stay well, man. Right, take, right, take, care. take care. Take care, man. Bye bye. Bye bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You just made the list! Everybody is always making lists. Whether it's jobs you need to complete around the house, what you need to pick up for the co-op, or in the case of Scottish historian in general, walking asshole Neil Oliver, how... What is the list of things I can do that make me sound like an obbody? <laughs> John Rhodes! <laughs> John, no, I mean Rob. John Rhodes! John's trying to sweep me up. John's trying to put me over here. Yes. Mate, John's right. trying to pop me by having a go at Neil Oliver. That, that, that tweet of the weekend, Rob, I was fucking floored. Honestly, I don't get into politics. I don't retweet these things and all that, right? Because I just think, oh, fuck, it's worth Oh, you better know. Mere hass when it's worth but see that fucking was, you know. <laughs> Did you call my game a dunce? <laughs> mate, I was honestly fucking pissing myself for that tweet, mate. Can I go to guy? I just can't go to guy. <laughs> there is it. Scotland's. <laughs> Scotland's favourite bescarfed dunce. Bescarfed! <laughs> Scotland's favourite bescarf dunce, Neil Oliver, giving an impassioned speech here by reading an autocue like a malfunctioning L'Oreal PR android from the year 2100,000, what we call it. <laughs> so funny, man. Well, listen, you, dunce. You've been on fire on Twitter this week, Rob, by the way. Oh, oh. he's brilliant, man. So you can vote for what you want us to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling. <laughs> After, remember, Grado's chosen this week's topic, and it was between what's the best celebrity wrestler Celebrity involved in wrestling and, and the best TNA pay-per-view. <laughs> I don't even remember that. And the winner was the best celebrity involved in the wrestling. Bastards. I would say number... Uh, my, I've got some favourites here, right? I would say my number three would be... Liberace at the first WrestleMania because that was just like... That was just cool and it still stays cool and kind of weird and surreal and bizarre when you look at it. My number two... Robocop. Um, being in WCW because it just kind of blew my mind. I think about it all the time. See, when I think about wrestling, I always kind of think about that Robocop moment and I kind of go, right, is it an admission that wrestling is fake or is it an admission that Robocop is real or is it like, what is it? I just love it, right? Um, and my number one is, of course, Dennis Rodman. A hundred percent Dennis Rodman in WCW who was just a cool guy who was a, a, a big, an icon of the 90s and just made, that just made NWO cooler that he was kind of cutting about with him. Um, I just fucking love that, man. I, I love that era. See, I've been think obviously WWE's been doing NWO week this week, right? They've been doing NWO I, week? Aye, and, I, I, and I'm telling you, I'm so excited about Kevin Nash on Stone Cold's fucking podcast, man. I'm so excited, I'm so excited about Big Sexy being on that. Um, this weekend, Sunday night, I think, right? It will be, yeah. I think it's Sunday night. Uh, Big Sexy is going to be talking to Stone Cold. I can't wait for that. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, it's just, I remember. You ever remember that time I told you about Coke Gamana talking about MVP? And MVP was talking about de- being on death row. And Coke Gamana tried to be funny and went, the record company? <laughs> and, it, and it went right, MVP just dingy that. Aye. Remember that? Aye, aye, aye. Remember me talking about that? Aye. I remember when Kevin Nash was on fucking uh, Steve Austin's podcast and something similar happened. <laughs> he was like, 
fuck you know, Kevin, that's happened, Kevin Nash made a joke. Kevin Kevin Nash was talking about doing a movie. He's like, I was filming a movie. And Steve Austin went, gay porn. <laughs> <laughs> and Kevin Nash told him no soda. <laughs> and it was the fucking fu- Gay porn. <laughs> he totally did that. You know that way he did the analogy. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> just, just moving on past it. <laughs> Stone Cold probably sitting like that. <laughs> Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> exactly that. Even that's probably hanging. I'll, I'll not acknowledge it. And he'll cut it out. He'll have to cut it out. <laughs> just fucking left in. Beautiful. I can't wait to. I can't wait to see the two guys sitting there because Kevin Nash is a guy who's just. Always, always did like him. Always did like Big Sexy. Um, <laughs> I even just, I even just love sitting here as a grown man talking about how much I love Big Sexy. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> but always, oh, so funny. He's just a great. He's just a cool yeah. guy, and even his attitude, not that, just about like you know, I'm just here to you know get my money and fucking get out. This is all you know. What I mean, he always he seemed to have his head screwed on. No, even I should even know. He's, <laughs> No, I don't like him. You seem you don't like him, Grado, no? Nope. Don't Why? like him. Heat there. There's heat there. There's heat there. Oh, there's heat with Nash. There. Mm-hmm. Yes. I've told it before. <clears throat> Tommy Jr. Be- pulled me aside and told me because we had done a live TNA. In fact, we'd done it live. And I was getting a do and half Eddie Edwards. I thought it was Scott Hall you had heat with. They paid them. They paid them a bunch of the scarf dunces. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, so so Dreamer came. I, I, it was one of the kind of opening segments where I, I came out for a match and Eddie Edwards like fucking done a number on me. I'm like, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? And version of Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer comes down and fucking batters Eddie Edwards, and um, Nash had text Tommy Dreamer saying. Who was that that you were saving? <laughs> and I can't remember exactly what he said or something like that, but he was like, he wrote, is he a wrestler? <laughs> and it fucking wound me up, man. He showed me, I, I can't remember if he showed me text, but he told me exactly what it was. He was kind of taking a piss. Who, who, who was that you made the save for on Impact? And it was like that. So Scott Hall and Nash. Nah, that's not enough to have heel. You know, there's no way. That's not a thing. That's just Kevin Nash being his big, know? lovable self, right? Um, but mate, see if I went back and I went in a fucking time machine, right? And I went back to SWA, right? And you're in there as the Lowlanders, right? Mm-hmm. And and you take a bump and you're lying there, and I'm, I'm there with the camcorder filming you, right? And if I lean <laughs> forward and went to you, by the way, see in a few years, Tommy Dreamer will say to you, here, here's a text Kevin Nash sent to me asking about what why I made the save on you and that. You, your fucking mind would have been blown. You're right, you're right. You'd have, you're there'd right. have been no fucking heat on anybody. You'd have right. Your heart would have been jumping out your chest. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. <clears throat> Let's see what the punters are saying about these. Uh, this list. Billy says, I don't know what your benchmarks are for best celebrity in wrestling, but it's got to be Ronda Rousey. See, I don't consider Ronda Rousey a celebrity in wrestling. I consider her a wrestler. She's a wrestler. I would consider her a wrestler because, anyway, what Billy says is, came in with that hype, had the best match with all the celebrities, then carried that division for a year. And if you're counting Mayweather and Mike Tyson celebrities, then Ronda's one too. No. And here's why. Because Ronda Rousey came in and looked like the complete package. I said this at the time. Ronda Rousey's debut and year that she spent in the WWE was the best since Kurt Angle. Was the best since Kurt Angle. She was a total natural. 
She got it right away. She didn't have one fucking bad match. She didn't have one bad match. Came in, looked the best in there for a year, and then left. Beautiful. I mean, one day she'll get the credit she's due for that because I just think she was astonishing. And even, even this, even though this, see, see when she was, remember when she was in the ring, I remember even how my daughter reacted, man, watching her when she let loose on Triple H, man. That was one of the best moments. One of the best Good moments I've ever seen in the WWE, man. So I forget, wasn't it? Bronze Cello, best celebrity, Lawrence Taylor. Guy trained hard for months to have the WrestleMania main event against Bam Bam. At a time in the business was doing, the guy gave it his own, put on an enjoyable match. Good shout. Stephen, best celebrity, Stephen Amell. Was great when he performed it all in. Stephen Amell is, of course, uh, the arrow, green arrow. Floyd Mayweather as well when he faced Big Show. Gosh, he says, Drew Carey eliminating himself for the 2001 Royal Rumble was outstanding. No, wasn't he? Come on now, wasn't it outstanding? I liked that. Fuck, it wasn't it outstanding. Was that the old honky-tonk man and shit like that? No? It wasn't it outstanding. Come on now. Um, WrestleMation says uh, Motorhead. Does that count? They were just a band that played. No, oh, come on, nah. that doesn't count. Dino says Mickey Rourke laying out Y two J at Mania twenty five, wasn't he too shabby? That Should was jobby that? because it probably was meant to be a lot mayor. Yeah, Should probably. have read stories that he was. You know, there was meant to be a match. Was there meant to be a match? I think that I remember Jericho. Well, he was going to do a Randy the Ram. I think there was the th- I said the talk, but I think fucking Mickey Rourke was fully so. Mm. You know the best celebrity in my mind is D'Angelo Williams at Bound for Glory, and I'm and I know you you'll laugh at me for just trying to put over TNA again, but he had, he had a match at Bound for Glory, and it was there's a, it's actually trending this week on Twitter because Scott Demore put up a a, a tweet about Vince McMahon watched that match. But when I, but hold on here, Grado, when what I'm mate? when I'm thinking a celebrity, I'm not really thinking somebody that's. In matches, you know what I mean? It's like wrestling matches. I'm thinking it's like a celebrity appearance, you know what I mean? Like an appearance for somebody. Is nobody going to mention Vinnie Jones? Nah. Kenny Miller at the WWE house show? Fuck no. Fuck no, no, man. Who was the Ogin? The Ogin that obviously done the American family fortunes. The Ogin. Remember him? He used to always come out, didn't he? Oh, I am. No, Bob Monkhouse. What was his name? Bob Hope, no. No, no, no Bob Hope. No. Uh, he's dead now. He just died recently, actually. They he went, died a couple of years ago. No. They, oh they went in that insurrection 2002. <laughs> remember Eamon Holmes? Eamon Holmes was in the crowd. He was at insurrection. Gianfranco Zola. Is, remember, it used to be funny when he would pan into the We got Chelsea FC's own Gianfranco Zola and Eamon Holmes. He used to do that. Kind of thing, Kenny Miller. Anyway, Karate Warrior 2 says, oh, he agrees with me. Best celebrity in wrestling, Dennis Rodman. Primey sporting career. Badass, cool as fuck. Appearing on Nitro. Was across sports news broadcasts all over the world. He wasn't taking the piss or there for a quick payday. He drew eyeballs to the show, which is the perfect celebrity integration. It's true. That guy, you got to remember, was he, he, he was... he was He didn't need to be on fucking WCW Nitro. He was like a big, big... He was all over all the fucking papers. He was like a big, big star. One of the greatest of all time. Kev says Stephen Amell for the TV show Arrow was very good when he teamed with Neville oh, a long time ago now, but Mr. T was also brilliant when he was involved with WWF. I mean, we're forgetting Mr. T here, but of course, again, it's a match. It's, you know, absolutely nobody said, what's his name? Um, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. But he, I mean, even Cornette was putting him over this week. Grado, mm-hmm. you wrestled Greg Hemphill, but have you ever worked any other celebrity, any celebrity you would like to wrestle? I'm trying to think if there was a, um, well, it was you. You were involved. <laughs> you didn't. Even, you didn't even wrestle me, though, mate. I was your tag team partner. You forget this. 
No, but I mean, I've been in a. Nah, I've never had to. I mean, there's been a couple of times that I've had to produce like when I was on Endeavour. I know this doesn't count at all, but like having to get like get actors to 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 come up with spots for you know one of the biggest crime dramas in UK history. Endeavour. <laughs> Jason Cummings, Dredo, you wrestled Dredo, Jason Cummings. That was a backyard match. No. Yeah. That was a backyard, yeah. right? Um, I can't even think if there's been... I remember dealing with Bobby the Barman through the Greg Hempel stuff. We've seen no men have been fought. We've seen no... We've seen yeah. special guest ref. There was Jim... Jim, uh, Jim the Boxer. Jim what? Jim what was there. You didn't tangle up with him, though. No, who was he? Did tangle up with somebody, about, right? Johnny Moss. He knocked. Yep. He knocked Big Moss out with one punch. Brilliant, brilliant. That's right. And I remember, I remember that night. I remember that night. When I remember going up to Mossy and saying, "Listen, Mossy, how do you feel about taking a punch off of Jim Watt and powdering it?" Delete it. And and Mossy was like, "Powdering it? He's fucking. If he's if he's going to land a punch on my jaw, I'll I'll I'll, I'll go down. I'll, I'll I'll drop dead. Aye. You know, it was beautiful. Big Mossy, man. I'll tell you something. What a pro. What pro that guy was, he made that he made that segment brilliant, Big Mossy. I tell you what, who, who deserves a shout out, by the way, for coming in, involving in a match, was uh, me versus Ravi Davey at the garage and Bob, shouts out Bob coming in. He done well. Do you remember that, uh, John? Yeah, I remember uh, all the stuff. I remember, obviously, uh, Stephen, our friend from Football Daft, goes on about how he got the pop. You got a pop. He, 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 really likes, he likes to talk about his pretend he's a wrestler and knows wrestling chat, and he actually knows fuck all about wrestling. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do when he came in? Okay, I mean, I, oh, do you know what? No, I tell you what, I can't believe I'm. I'm, I'm come on, Grado's family bash. He came in and done something, and it, and I knew it would get over because there was Wayne's in the crowd. But that was the last match before the pandemic. Sure, I, I, I was wrestling Jester and the lights went out and I got the River City song. Remember, I used to play it on here quite a lot. Remember, I got mm-hmm. the River City, River City song, metalled up, and he came out and done something and he had the referee's t-shirt on and counted the free. Fucking honestly, geez, that. I can't believe the first re- the last wrestling match I've been involved in has been with Bob. That's crazy. <laughs> what, maybe, what if it was your last wrestling match ever? I know, because you know what? I'm getting like all these, I'm now starting to get bookings. Are requests. you? Are you? Oh, aye. Oh, tell us more. Tell us more. Oh, it's just like, oh, fuck, I don't know what today because it's like, I've got Frank Collin, who's putting on a charity show in October, and he's like, can you make it? And I'm like, oh, it's charity, so of course I'll make it. But whether I'm going to be with a match, I don't know. It's like, I've had a couple of bookings down south. It was maybe in the middle of July. It's now been moved to August, here in Majester. But fuck me, man. I don't know if I'm ready for it yet. I really don't. I really don't know if I'm ready. When do you start so, training? <laughs> I don't want you to train. No, but seriously, seriously, what do you do though? Like, are you, do you have any plans about getting yourself match fit? No, I need. No, I need. Um, I need to figure it all out. I need to figure it all out. I need to figure it all out. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be wrestling anymore. You know what I mean? It's quite oh, sad. You can't do. Well, come on, come on. You've been serious. Come on. What about Act Three? The, fucking, the business is the business is British wrestling's done the, the Swanee. You know what but I mean? What about what about Act Three with Rudo? Fucking, I don't know, mate. It's just what happened to Act Three. <laughs> I'm sure he's feeling the same way that I'm feeling. I just don't know, mate. I, I really don't know what's happening with wrestling. It's it's quite. I just don't know. I man, and I, I need to make a move, and, and and it needs to mean something. And I know that sounds like I'm being a bit of a mark for myself, but 
It's not as easy as just going, right, I'm going to take a book and dinner in England, turn up with the Leotard and give them the, the flip-flop and fly in a wee bit in their own slice. I don't why, you know, it's just no... It's different, it's changed years, man. It's no, to, it's no 2015 anymore, you know what I mean? You need to think about, it's like I said, you need to think about what your first match back is. Do you want it to be it just just a show? I don't know. Any harm to the shows that are booking you, but you know what I mean? I suppose you just try. I suppose I have been thinking about it and just going, oh, fuck, forget it. Because I've got so much on. I've, no, I've got so much on, but the radio, and I've got two of those down just now, and then I've got yep. Scott Squad and our series. No, that takes up a lot of time, the Scott Squad stuff, but it's like, what is, you know what I mean? Can I go back to then Friday, Saturday, Sunday? No, that I would get the bookings that I probably used to do. Is it worth my while? Just snow something. I don't know. I need to think about it. I'd rather I'd rather come back with a bang and have something. I'd rather have my own thing. I know I did Grado's family wrestling bash, but I'd like to have something. You know what I mean? Something local. Something no necessarily that, man. UK wide, No necessarily local, but you know what I mean? Like something that is like yours and you're you're there every month. And you know, that's how you I see it. I don't want to do that either. I don't want to just, you know, have an official territory and go for the fucking the Magnum. To the Nether Mains Community Centre to fucking No, no, me. bigger than that, mate. Bigger than that. We'll see. Yeah, dream big, mate. Man, dream big. Woo! There's loads more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Two bonus episodes are up there on the snow, but bonus episodes. We're going to jump on and do all sorts of stuff. I've still got to do this uh, computer game thing I want to do. I'll get a video up there on the Patreon. Yeah, join there. Patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. I want to do it. There's hundreds of extra content up there already. Um, if you fancy that becoming one of your patrons, you see our video version of the podcast, which I think is crucial. You can see our beautiful faces, go just picking some just naturally. Uh, sign up now at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash wrestling that we would love to welcome you to the roster. <laughs>
You, ba- you boys want to come for a poop? <laughs> he said, no, no. To which he replied, no, no. I mean a poop. <laughs> my, my brother again said no, but no idea what he was actually talking about. He says, oh, you boys don't, don't like taking poops? Like, he says, <laughs> was an extra reply. As me and my brother were leaving the bog, my brother then clicks, he was 25, so he's no naive, just steaming, runs to me and says, Sean, Sean, he didn't really want, want a poop boy, he wanted to do fucking cocaine. The boy then came out and asked us not to grab him, grass him in, and he wished us all the best. My brother, at that point, decided to tell him that he actually thought that he wanted us all to have a poop together. <laughs> anyway, let's get through this, Mackie D's. Remember, everybody, drugs are for mugs. You better stick to poops, poops are better. That was a Sean Innes the saying that story. Um, thanks very much, Sean. That's a kind of that's a funny that's a story. That's a, that's a kind of one we're talking about. That's me. I like it. Poops and that. Poops. That's a kind of one we're talking about. Um, that's a kind of thing we're talking about. You know what I mean? That's a good, that's a funny wee story. Um, so you why not send us your is story? There a video version of this? Of course there is. Why? I keep fucking picking my beak. Well, stop picking your beak. Right. If you have a wrestling daft road story, doesn't have to be anything to do with wrestling, just a funny story about your life that oh, you think will pop us, drop us a DM on Twitter at Wrestling Daft or on the Facebook page. <laughs> now it's time to pick a listener of the week. Um, what about... Why don't we put what about Ant for a listener of the week because he likes the idea of this conscience and Sabo match and oh, Ant. It's a no-brainer. Ah, it's a it's no-brainer. A He's no an old brainer. schooler. He's an old schooler. So it's let's get to Ant. Ant is a listener of the week. Uh, that's it for Wrestling Daft. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Airs and wherever you get your podcast. Mind oh, can we book it? Before we go, can we bookend this with Shaz Terry Funk? Story? All right, let's hear the Terry Funk story. Let's, let's hear the Terry Funk story. It's going to be Shane Douglas and Steve Carino against. Me and uh, uh, Carsten Beck, right? Shane Douglas no-showed, it couldn't be asked. And uh, so they, um, I we need a replacement. Terry Funk was there just to wave and do a meet and greet or just to do a promo to the crowd. Wasn't going to wrestle. So uh, the WXW got a replacement. The guy was called Hate. Um, vintage deathmatch wrestler called Hate. Where, where you know, baggy combats, you know, just a pathetic, pathetic ring gear, stupid get up. Steve Carino took one look at him and goes, oh, this is going to be the shit. <laughs> goes to me and then tries to persuade Terry Funk to, to do the match and he wouldn't do it. He was like, Steve, I haven't got my equipment with me. Called his ring gear, his equipment, which is a pop. <laughs> so then we persuaded him to, this hate man to get taken out and then Terry Funk's music hits and Terry Funk comes down the ring, accepts on the apron, and Steve Crean, out of desperation, tags him. And originally he was just going to fight up on me, bump me, bump me, bump me, put his spinning toe hold on. Yeah. And then he wanted Carino to, to go over. We asked him first, you know, but Carino goes, when he puts you in that spinning toe hold, tap out. So what? No, but you're meant to go over. No, nah, tap out. You want you to tap out. Get in the ring. It's all going great. Well, it wasn't going great because hate was shit. But it's all going. So what happened is, Terry Funk comes down the ring, gets in the ring, punch, 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 bump, punch, mate, punched me so many times. He was loving it. Crowd were eating up. Bump me, bump me, bump me, bump me, bump me. Uh, Steve Crown puts a spinning hold on the other geezer. Both tap out. Crowd erupts. Crowd rush to run to the ring. Terry Funk, what happened? 
What happened? And cuts a big promo at the end. Happy days. Gets backstage. Chest all pumping out. Goes to his wife with a beer in his hand. Hey, Vicky, did you see me out there? Thought it was 1985 again. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, that, listen, everybody, thanks so much. And remember, the important message you take away for this episode is have a look into the bone marrow donation registers, get yourself signed up for that. Let's follow John's lead, the great John McAnally, who, you know, while he, you know, sometimes gets a bit weird, like calling people the most beautiful woman in the world and stuff like that, is still a great guy who. Thanks. Who does things like... Uh, you can like, tell he's Dominic Diamond's pal. What does that mean, mate? Don't you bring that champion attitude in here? That we are the people attitude in here, mate? Alright, you save that for a uh, shell suit, Bob. I could just imagine Dominic Diamond and Rab Flaunts sitting there with fucking Martin Compson. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds like that sounds like ratings to me. That sounds like money, mate. That sounds like a faction. That sounds like a faction. Because I'm talking straight now. That sounds like a big baby face faction. Grado is steaming. It's time for him to get up the road. Up the road, Grado. Up the road, it's yourself. It's, your it's yourself, son. It's, it's yourself. Audio Frontier. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.